The following is meant for information purposes only. Before taking any action on anything being discussed, consult your medical doctor. News Radio 680 WPTF. My name is Dave Alexander. This is the radio show called Heart Health. And we are on the air with Dr. Franklin Weefald. I'm here. And I'm glad you are, because I couldn't do the show without Yeah, you, know. you could. I've, listen, I've taught you everything you know about the heart, <laughs> about the body. Listen, okay, that's good. one day, I'm not going to show. And, and then I'm you're going to ask yourself questions. Do you know that I have a plan for that? Uh, yeah. I do have a plan for that, but we're, we don't need to get into oh, that my. now. I think he's going to lock me in the other room Our, and then yeah, do the show himself. Whatever. You, you won't be able to... You won't be able to correct me. That would be a terrible thing for do, you. Do you remember the show we did, of course, yeah. on um, vaccines? Sure. So I was talking to a friend, and he said, I really like the one guy talking on the vaccine thing. He was really nice, <laughs> but the other guy was a jerk. No and way. And he thought you was me. You were, excuse me, you yeah. were me. So he was calling me a jerk, but didn't know it was me. He thought that I had... No, he thought so, that you were very nice. Oh, okay. And and accommodating. Yeah. But I was a jerk. Well, it happens. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Call us up 919-860-9783 for today's show only. The doctor will give the medical advice and I will just, you know, get people on the air and off. You but, know, I'm not going to give any more medical advice. You're Dr. Weefold, right? No. 919-860-9783. Can you tell the difference between the MC and the MD? I think you can. Ooh, that's I close. think you can. That was pretty clever. On today's show, ocean bacteria, hydrocution, and Lebowski. Dr. Weefald is going to convince you never to go in the ocean again. No, I'm not going to do that. I think the ocean's great. Yeah, okay. But there are just some precautions. Like if you see a fin out of the water and people screaming, that's a pretty good idea not to go in the ocean. All right. That's uh, medical advice number one. Yeah, sharks are bad. And it's a serious thing, but in France... They're they're having the kind of weather we have. It's bad. It, it's no. and they're not used this to. This is probably the worst heat wave they've had in a long time. Now, of course, all the the global warming people are screaming about it. But if you look back, there have been heat waves throughout the history of France. There was a heat wave in the 1600s that killed a million people. But yeah. right now, they're particularly it's 106 degrees in parts of France. Yeah, but they're reporting it in Celsius, so it sounds well, it more comfortable. It doesn't sound as bad. Yeah. But you understand something people don't realize. Did what? you know that France and England, what they're la- they're at latitude? You know, that's the how close they are to the uh, um, pole. Yeah. North yeah. Pole. Do you know what that's equal to here? No. Northern Canada. Really? Yeah, and do you know why they're not cold all the time? It's called the Gulf Stream. Oh, okay, yes. Have you ever been off the coast of North Carolina fishing? Uh, uh, yes, I have. So you yeah. go 60 miles out, and it's, you know, ocean, Atlantic, gross-looking water. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there's this blue, warm, str- it's literally a stream. Yeah. And nobody really knows why this current is there, but it carries the warm water and therefore the warm air right up next to um, Iceland and then right over to Ireland, and mm-hmm. it keeps the whole of Europe warm. If it right. weren't for the Gulf Stream, they'd be freezing all the time. But now they're in heat wave, and it's bad. People are dying. Three, well, 
these three people we're going to talk about yeah. are dying of something I've never heard yeah, of. Yeah, you've heard of electrocution? Yeah. Well, there's hydrocution. Yes. So this is the thing I think people need to know. You don't want to go from 106 degree temperature where you're sweating. and yeah. Because your arteries are dilated, you want to try to get blood flow to your skin because when you sweat, you have to have blood to the salivary, I mean salivary, yeah, the sweat glands, yeah. so that they can produce water. Though sweat is evaporated, and as it evaporates, it carries off heat. Yeah. So what these people did was jump into freezing ice cold water because the water hasn't had time to warm up yet. Yeah. Their arteries constrict, constrict the blood flow to the brain and to the heart, and they died. Hydrocution. They am I correct that their their bodies more or less seized up? Right. As well, well, it's an arrhythmia. The heart, the arteries constrict. You don't get enough blood flow to the heart muscle. And you go into what's called ventricular fibrillation. And it's terrible. So the key thing is we're going to talk about how to warm up, too. Do we have a caller? Yeah, we do. Well, Tammy let's take the caller, and then we'll talk about how to cool off. Tammy's in the waiting room. Welcome, Tammy. Glad to have you on the radio on Heart Health on WPTF. Well, thank you very much. Hey. I'm glad to be the first caller. What's up? I called uh, Dr. Weefall back in uh, on your show. Yes. Uh, I think it's been maybe two months ago. Well, welcome back. I was talking to him about uh, the blood thinner Berlinta that I was put on. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, Berlinta. And I was questioning you about the side effects and right. that I was having a shortness of breath. That's the big one. So I went back to the cardiologist. Uh-oh, is he mad at me? I talked to him about it, and he took me off of it and put me on Plavit. Okay. And it, it was no time that my shortness yeah. of breath just went away. Yep. Well, let me, let, let me tell you a little bit about Plavix and about Brylinta and about another medicine called Effian. Now, okay. I have a hard time pronouncing the generic names, okay? So, for example, Plavix is clopidogrel and Brylinta is, uh-oh, I just forgot it. That's fine. <laughs> it's it something grell. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to talk about these in terms of their brand names, not their generic names. Uh, doctors are supposed to now talk about the generic names. Plavix is the first one that came out. Actually, there was one called Tyclid, but nobody used that anymore. It caused, it caused your blood cells to go away. Bad thing. But Plavix is good. What these medicines do is they work on the platelets, which are little tiny little blood cells that help the proteins in the blood form clots so you don't bleed to death. So you cut yourself, and these platelets are activated. They rush to the site of bleeding. They, they are activated to clump together. Well, here's the problem when you get a stent, is that the stents are like being cut. They aggregate platelets, and the stents can clot off. A heart attack is like a cut because the inside of the artery is opened up. All that cholesterol causes clots to form. The only problem with Plavix is about 30% of people, they can't take it because their own body doesn't metabolize it. So everybody thinks a drug is active by itself. Not all of them. So Plavix is a pro-drug, and it gets into your liver. There's a certain enzyme, a type of of, uh, protein that converts it to the active form. Well, I did a study in my own office, and about 10% couldn't convert it at all. 
It didn't work at mm. all. And about 20% would only halfway convert it. And then the rest did it fine. The problem is it's a very expensive DNA test to find out. Well, then they developed uh, Effiant, which works in basically everybody. And the drug Brylinta, there are some studies that show it's the best in terms of preventing another heart attack, preventing your stent from clotting off. So the difference is Plavix is 75 milligrams once a day. Effiant is 10 milligrams once a day. Brylinta is 90 milligrams twice a day. Brylinta is really good if you can take it, but it's also good if you can afford it. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's very expensive. Now, most Medicare D plans will cover it, but it's still more expensive. Now, your side effect was not uncommon. People will start to get short of breath. I made a mistake once um, when Brylinta first came out. I was aware of the breathing problems, but I had a guy come in, and his only problem with his heart needing a stent was that he had trouble breathing. And he comes back in and says, I have the same problem. So I went around and around, and finally he came in and said, hey, Doc, I stopped taking my Brolinta for three days, and yeah. I'm fine now. Yeah. Here's the problem, is that he could have clotted off his stent. Now, Brolinta will last in your bloodstream about five days, Plavix about seven days, Effiant about 10 days. So if you're going to have surgery, you've got to make sure your doctor knows. But don't let any other doctor but your cardiologist stop your Brylinta. Yeah. Because it could be a disaster if you've just had a stent and you stop it, it can clot off. But I'm really glad you're feeling better. Has he got you on 75 milligrams of Plavix plus 81 milligrams aspirin? That is correct. Now, Perfect. That's great. I'm taking the generic kind of Plavix. Right. Clopridogrel. Yeah, it's good. Um, Clopridogrel has been on the market now, gosh, maybe 10 years. And it's it's really very good because it's paid for by everybody. Good. Yeah, so it's a good medicine. Um, again, I don't want you to be worried, but there are 30% of people in the United States who don't convert Plavix to the active drug. And there used to be readily available a DNA test, you know, just like they test the criminals. Yeah. They swab your cheek, and they can tell whether you convert or not. Now, here's the interesting thing. If you smoke, mm-hmm. you can get rid of that problem because smoking causes a particular enzyme in the liver to be activated. So smokers, it's really – I don't recommend smoking. No, no, no. But the interesting thing is that smokers can convert Plavix or Clopridogrel to the active form. So I hope you don't smoke. I am not telling you to smoke, ma'am. I do not smoke. Good. Stay away from cigarettes. They're bad for you. Oh, secondhand smoke. Very bad, too. Yeah. Very, very bad. My, my my understanding of Tammy's situation. Tammy, did you have stents put in? Just one. Just one. Or, well, you're an amateur. I had five. And let wow. me just he's, tell he's you. He's bragging. That, he's but bragging. Here, but here's the thing, Tammy. At the exact moment they tried to, and probably did, solve your shortness of breath with exercise right they took care of that with the stent right they gave you a medicine that might have actually made you short of breath right but let me let me just emphasize brylint is a very good drug and it's very rare i would say i've probably seen one or two patients who develop the shortness of breath yeah and i will say this in about half the ones who develop shortness of breath it will go away over time but it sounds like yours didn't, and it sounds like your doctor did a wonderful thing getting you on the Plavix. Now, I was on Berlinta for 11 months. Yeah, and, and you still were short of breath. I, 
I actually had another stress test because I was thinking I must have another block. Well, that's see, that's the mistake. Breath. Yeah, that's the mistake I made. I thought this guy who had had a stent and his shortness of breath was his only symptom. He didn't have chest discomfort. So I stress test him again. It was perfect. And then the light bulb, you know, goes up, goes sure. on. It's the Berlenta, you know. But you can't always assume it. And Oh, by the way, do you bruise a lot? I do. Are you worried about that? No, I Good. really take the medicine and bruise. Let me tell you, let me tell <laughs> yeah. you a story. Um, in Johnston County, there are a lot of little old ladies who are wonderful, and they go to the, they go to the hairdresser. You know those beehive hair. Yeah, you know. mm-hmm. yeah. So she had some friends who were just mean, and they were making fun of the bruises because uh. of being on the Brylinta. I don't like to call them blood centers. They're they're anti-thrombotic agents. They prevent clots. Of course, they but are. they were making fun of her bruises, yeah. and she started crying. So she went home and stopped her aspirin or Plavix, and she had a heart attack. So oh, don't man. don't listen to the people at the uh, at the beauty parlor. Tammy, thank you. Well, first of all, let me say, I'm not a little old lady yet. No, you're not. You sound like you're about 30. <laughs> I'm not far from it. Okay. <laughs> Very good. I've heard I'm not supposed to ask a woman her no, age. No, don't, don't, don't. Yes. Tammy, thank you. Hey, you have a thank great you day. So all right. All right. Tammy from 40. That's nice to have another caller. Yeah, it is I mean, wonderful. A, a duplicate caller. Yeah. Did I already waste our first part of the show? No, you didn't. You okay. spent it with Tammy. Well, I didn't mean waste it. I mean, right. use it up. It yeah, was a you bad did. choice of yeah, word. Yeah, it's time. Well, to, let's get back to what we were talking about. No, we're going to, we'll get back to that in about a minute or two. Oh, you Lord know. And or, first, a word from the sponsor Hydrocution, Ocean Bacteria. And Lebowski. Lebowski. What do they have in common? And hospitals suing their patients. It's terrible. I thought it should be the other way around (laughs) most of the time. 919-860-9783 is our number on Heart Health on WPTF. Now, back to Heart Health with Dr. Franklin Weefald on News Radio 680 WPTF. And that telephone number is 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Ocean bacteria. I assume there's bacteria in the ocean, but I saw a headline. Yeah. I mean, one that, of the things that I think people don't realize, you, yeah. if, if there's bacteria everywhere. You're breathing in billions of bacteria yeah. every hour. But the problem becomes when there are certain bacteria that are floating around in the ocean that are bad for you. Yeah. And um, if, you, if you were to take an ounce of seawater and put it under the microscope, it's just full of bacteria. Yeah. There are some bad ones. The Vibrio class, Vibrio vulnificus. So there was some people, there were some people who went into the ocean when yes. they shouldn't have. And I think the, the most important thing to remember is if you've got a wound, you do not want to go in the ocean. You just don't yeah. because those wounds, um, if you go into the ocean, you're covered by billions and billions of bacteria. And they had this study where um, they were shocked, shocked that your body was covered with billions of bacteria. Well, of course, the ocean yeah. is full of bacteria. Yeah. Healthy people have, have a barrier to getting infected from ocean bacteria. But when that barrier is broken down you can get this flesh eater called Vibrio vulnificus. Sounds terrible, doesn't it? I think it is, yeah. Especially alcoholics. For some reason, they're very vulnerable. I had a patient at Johns Hopkins who was an alcoholic, 
He went into the ocean with a massive cut on his finger, and he got Vibrio vulnificus and nearly died. That's how, you know, when you have an experience with the one case, you remember it. Well, there's this young girl who had a very small wound and went into the ocean and, and got it. And it was flesh-eating. It was terrible. But also remember that if you are swimming near a city, like in Coney Island or something yeah. like that, they have fecal bacteria levels that you've mm-hmm. got to be aware about. The ocean is safe. It is very safe. But there are some things you just need to do to protect yourself. And one of them is don't go in if you have an open wound because then you're more likely. It's not going to happen probably, but you're much more likely to get an infection from the ocean water. I know of communities where they have shallow lakes. Uh Uh-huh. And every summer, you know, the heat comes and it's fecal coliform bacteria. Bad. And it it just they close the beaches, they shut everything down. It's bad. Chris in Keenansville is on. Chris, I'm so glad you called us up. Welcome to Heart Health on WPTF. Yes, sir. Hey. I have shortness of breath. And I've seen every kind of doctor there is and nobody's mentioned it being unusual. I'm a sixty seven year old man and I should be slowing down and I am slowing down. Uh, I'm not as active as I used to be and all right. All they tell me is that you need to walk more. All right, Chris, hold on I'm just a moment. Helping myself or hurting myself. Yeah, we're going to need to hear. It. Chris, could you speak up just a little bit? You're 57. Yes, you've I got know. shortness of breath. You've had it for how long? About 30 years. Really? That's a long time. 30 years. And I've seen every kind of doctor that you can imagine, and then I don't know what's wrong other than. You need to walk more, and uh, we have been doing that some, and, and nowadays we're wondering if we're doing the right thing or not. Yeah, do you smoke? Yes. Well? Have have you had any breathing tests where they put you in a room, like this little tiny room, and have you blow into this tube to see how strong your lungs are? Chris? No, yeah, one time up at North Carolina Memorial. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, the, there can be several reasons why you're short of breath. I think, you know, smokers can can make asthma worse. They can get COPD, which is obstructive pulmonary disease. That means your lungs don't carry the air out of your body enough. Um, it could be that you've got a weak heart. It could be a million things. I guess the best thing that I would say that you should do is find a really thorough, good doctor who's going to run some tests on you. I mean, he's what, he's in his 50s, right? 57. Yeah, so you will need to have your heart evaluated. That's easy to do because shortness of breath can come from your heart. Well, I think that's, I think that's awfully good. That's nice for you to mention that's what I need to do. But we've done those tests and we've done treadmills. And we, it's just impossible after about three minutes. So you did a stress test on a treadmill and after about three minutes you were just unable to continue yes yes well it 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 sounds like you need a more thorough evaluation for example the stress test i don't know if it had um, a blood flow imaging component where you sat in front of a camera and they actually looked at your blood flow i mean those are things did you have an ultrasound of your heart to take actual picture in real time to see how the heart was pumping well i know my heart's pumping real hard yeah but it's beating hard beating and uh, I feel like I'm give out. Yeah. And they stop the test for to go any further. Uh, Are they in it? When they do a stress test, doctor, yeah. 
are they able to then do a, some sort of chemical test to see yeah. whether he's having a blood? So basically, when you okay. have a they nuclear, have yeah, a, yeah, a nuclear stress they test, they won't say I have COPD. They just won't say it. Yeah, yeah. they don't think it. They don't want to say it. Really? Well, I tell you what. I mean, I don't normally. Where do you live? He's in Keenansville. Keenan, where is Keenansville? I don't even know. That's how bad I am. Chris, what county are you from? Kingsville in Duplin County. Duplin County. Yeah. Southeast portion of the state. Yes, sir. Beautiful area. Absolutely. Well, you, what is. you need to do is find a really, I mean, I wish I could tell you, but you need to find a really good, thorough doctor who doesn't sit there in front of the computer and type and looks at you and explains things to you because I really can't diagnose you over the phone, but it sounds like you need some a workup. That's what we call it. And, and the heart and the lungs. Does he need... A a cardiac doctor, he needs cardiologist, an internal medicine specialist. So a generalist who knows about. No, I mean they're specialists. They yeah. knows about the lungs. Who knows okay. about the heart and can really help him. Chris, thank you very much for calling. And again, Doctor Weefold will never diagnose somebody, but he's given you some advice yep. and some things to think about. It could I, be a lot of different things. I hope that works. Um, you know, you're gonna. You're going to know that his doctor, whatever doctor he goes to after this phone call, is going to say, quit smoking. Well, yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. If you quit smoking, it really comes back pretty quickly. Now, there are some people that I've taken care of that were on oxygen, yes, could barely breathe, and I eventually got them to quit smoking. And you know what? They're off oxygen. They're back working out. Yeah. It really can help. Now, not everybody gets better quickly. But it can happen. We're going to talk about a study that had to do with exercise. Believe it or not, the doctors concluded that exercise is good. It is. For everybody. And also... Even, even if you're a couch potato like me. Even if you're, And we still have mentioned Lebowski. Um, and He's listening. Well, Lebowski is listening. He's listening Well, that's right a good now. thing. All right. News first and then those topics on WPTF. Now, back to Heart Health with Dr. Franklin Weefald on News Radio 680 WPTF. And our number is 919-860-9783. Translates to 860-WPTF. That's pretty clever. I thought so. Who thought of that? I don't know. It's been it's decades. Miracle. Decades ago. Okay. 919-860-9783. Uh, Dr. Weefold is a cardiologist and internal medicine specialist with Millennia Cardiovascular, and we are not yet done talking about ocean bacteria and hydro... Hydrocution. Hydrocution. Okay. Yeah, so last thing about ocean bacteria, take a shower after you've been at the beach. It's Amen. a very idea, very good idea. What, the soap doesn't kill the bacteria, it makes them fall off, okay? So, you know, don't go in with a cut and shower after you've come home from the beach. Two big things. Now, hydrocution, we've yeah. talked about. People think it's a great idea. You're hot and sweaty, jumpy into cold water. Bad idea. Um, the shock to the body is not good. So I demonstrated today the appropriate way to cool off. Yes. Lebowski. Now, Lebowski and I have two things in common. We carry the moniker WGD. I'm the world's greatest doctor, <laughs> and he's the world's greatest dog. Okay. okay. You ever heard right. of Newfoundland? You know what yeah, they are? Yeah. So he's 150 pounds. He's only a year old. Wow. And he's hairy as all get out. So 
he's black hair. He can't stand the heat. Yes. So you know what you do? No. I got a big white bandana kerchief. Mm-hmm. Soak it in water, put it in the freezer. And then before you take him out, yeah. you put this around his neck and tie it up there around the neck. Yeah. The carotid artery. You know what that is, right? Yeah, some, or somewhere it's near in my your neck. neck. Yeah. Now, if you feel, you can feel it right below the skin. Yeah. So that artery and the jugular vein are right there exposed on your neck. That's yeah. why you don't want somebody to come after your neck with a knife. No, you Cut don't. Cut the jugular. Amen, yeah. If you apply cold to that area of the skin, it's yep. like refrigerating your body. Yeah. So the artery pulses, courses blood through that area in the neck, but there's cold there. You can actually cool your body core temperature down one degree within three minutes. Now, if you're hot, I've talked about this before, get a cold can. Yes. And stick it on your neck for about 10 seconds. Yes. Take it off. You don't want to get brain freeze. No. And then put it on the other side. Well, Lebowski today yeah. Yeah. was out in the hot weather for an hour. And you know, dogs can't sweat. They have no sweat glands. So yeah. that's why their tongues hang out. You know, you talk about, oh my God, his tongue was hanging out. Yeah. That's how they would get rid of excess heat. Well, in the winter, he likes to walk himself. What does that mean? He grabs my leash and yes. puts it in his mouth and yeah. walks around. He can't do that in the summer until I started with the ice cold kerchief, neckerchief. He held on to that leash the whole time. Yes. So cool yourself off before you get hot, but don't think also that drinking cold water will cool you off. It doesn't. It actually creates more energy taxation because then the blood has to flow to your stomach instead of to other parts of your body. Now, the other thing you'll notice if you cool yourself off with the cold can to the neck technique is you have more energy because mm -hmm. so much energy is expended by sweating because it takes a lot of the proteins and the chemicals that give us energy to create sweat. So if you're not sweating in an afternoon, yeah. Because you're cooling yourself off with this technique, yeah. you have more energy to do more of what you want to do. Also, a wide-brim hat. And what color should it be? You tell me. I think it should be white. White. And why Thank is you. that? Because black absorbs heat. Oh, they look good on me. Yeah. That's well, it. Listen, you're the guy with the white hat. I'm the guy with the white hat. So there's our spiel. Lebowski is happy. He's That's listening good. right now. That's good. He loves the sound of his owner's voice. Clinton in Raleigh has been waiting long enough. He's been in the uh, waiting room for a little bit. Clint or Clinton? Clinton. I love it. How are you? How can we help you today? Well, my question really relates to a caller you had earlier. Great. Uh, prior to the previous caller, she was discussing Prolenta. Yeah. And I've been with Prolenta for three years. That's a long time. That's well, that was part one of my questions was, uh, how long do you normally take this? I was on uh, 90, I had a stand, and I uh, was how long ago was your stand? twice a day um, until this past year when it was reduced to 60 milligrams. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So what and happened was they did a study, and it was sponsored by the company that makes Brylenta. And the question has always been, what do you do? I mean, you have your stent. And the, it's a drug-coated stent, so 
it can be really sticky to platelets on the inside. Then your body grows over it on the inside, so it's covered with the cells we call endothelium. So the question is, how long do you stay on this antithrombotic agent so you don't clot? So they did a study, and I really don't know why, but they did the study with 60 milligrams twice a day instead of 90. Well, it looks like that's helpful if you go 90 milligrams twice a day for two years after a stent or a heart attack without a stent, and then you drop to 60 twice a day and you stay on that, you have a lower risk of a heart attack and a lower risk of needing another stent. So it sounds like you've got a really smart doctor. Um, And I think the only reason not to take it is if you have bleeding in your gut, okay? The only reason to stop it is if you've got some source of bleeding in your gut that won't go away. You sound like you're doing great. How do you feel? Uh, I'm, I'm doing well. Super. I do have my wonderful share of bruising, but well, if you know, that keeps what, me alive. Yeah, what I, I tell my patients. Want to tell me? Yeah. I could choose to bruise and keep on living, or not bruise and die. Right. So, I say it's better to bruise where they can see it than to clot where they can't. Right. Yeah. This, this is the bruising is mainly because I'm quite active. Oh, really? Is and, it your uh, arms I'm mainly? I'm beating my arms to death yeah. on something. I don't bruise anywhere else except where I hit myself, and I'm, yeah. I'm working on little projects. Have you ever cut yourself and you won't stop bleeding for hours and hours? Yes. Uh, All right. I've got, I've got some advice, and the thing that people are always worried about is that bleeding is dramatic. I mean, there's blood, you know, coming out. Sure. And, and if you're on Brelentin, aspirin, you put something on it, and you think, well, you know, in... 10 minutes, it should stop bleeding. And you take off the bandage and it's still bleeding. So it's called time. I mean, basically the clot will form, but it's to take longer. Now, you need to go on the internet because I'm not sure Walmart sells it anymore, but it's called Quick Clot. Q-U-I-K Clot, C-L-O-T. It's a bandage. It's a gauze bandage. And the military use it. So Quick Clot gauze, they carry this and they stuff it in your wound. It is coated, believe it or not, with Georgia clay, Hmm. calicrine. It comes from this clay in Georgia. And calicrine promotes the the clotting of the blood. So what I recommend, Clinton, is you get a hold of some of this stuff. It sounds like you're active. I don't know if you work with, you know, sharp tools or something like that. Well, I I, I make things for people. What do you make? uh, Bunk beds, uh, ramps that people need for to get back into their house. It's just something... I do in retirement. Oh, you make no, ramps. Listen, listen, don't. When you hang up, I need to get your phone number because I've got tons of people in Johnson County who need access to somebody who can build them a ramp. But uh, let me finish up by saying, get this, and, and also listeners, quick Q-U-I-K clot. You can yeah. buy it online on Amazon. Yeah. It's a gauze. You open it up, you stick it on there, and it's time as well. Keep it on for half an hour. 45 minutes on a simple cut if you're on those anti-thrombotic agents, and you'll stop bleeding. Clinton, I'm going to put you on hold if you would let JT get your telephone number and we'll or connect. some contact information. Yeah, yeah, it's really important. I mean, you know, Medicare won't pay for ramps. So if you are disabled, <laughs> oh, you, they on. won't pay. But there's another thing. If people are listening out there and don't have access to Clinton, Habitat for Humanity. Yeah. Not only builds houses, but they will build ramps for disabled people or physically challenged people who are in wheelchairs and need to get up the steps. 
Yeah. They'll put you on a waiting list because there are so many people, but Habitat for Humanity, if you can't afford the five, six, seven thousand dollars that yep. these ramps cost, yep. if you call them, um, they may be able to help you. So we have some unfinished business, including a story about hospitals suing patients. It's terrible. Uh, I'm a little angry at this. Also, uh, there are a number of stories in front of you that you intended to get to, and we, we haven't gotten Yeah, you know, all. when you start yakking and you can't shut up. And if the phone call or the phone rings, we'll go ahead and take that. I plan to do a, a game here in just a couple of minutes. It's called, Is Dave Alexander a Good Liar? I, I already know the answer and, to that. Okay, we're gonna, I already know. We're gonna go, we're gonna do some sort of experiment to see whether I'm a good liar, and it involves medical news, and that's coming up in just a little bit. Also, our shout out segment next on News Radio 680 WPTF and Heart Health. Well, you know you make me wanna shout, kick my heels up and shout. If you feel like uh, getting up and shouting, go ahead. Yeah. Just warm up first. And shouting is good for your health. Oh, good. Yeah. Telephone number 919-860-9783 at Heart Health every Saturday at 4 on News Radio 680 WPTF. He is Dr. Franklin Weefold, a cardiologist and internal medicine specialist with Millennia Cardiovascular. I am Dave Alexander. With the radio station. Absolutely. And we got a couple of people to shout out to. Yeah, I got two today. Um, it's really interesting. You can listen to us online, yeah. WPTF.com. Well, the farthest away listener contacted me, and her name is Destiny Blair. Yeah. And she listens, and she wanted to let me know that she's had Guillain Barre. Have you ever heard of that? That's where after a viral infection yes. or something, your body produces antibodies, which help fight infection. All right. But they're targeted against your nerves. And so you can become paralyzed and not be able to walk. She's had it three times and has recovered. And she's the mother of a small child. And she has contacted me through the Internet. And I just wanted to give her a shout out. She's a young woman, young mother, and she is uh, a She's just impervious, and yeah. she's she's carrying on with her life. Wow, that's great. Now the other shout out is yes. a patient of mine who is the I guess the grandmother in law, one of my employees, Carol Webster, mm-hmm. and Carol um, passed away this week after a, a very heroic struggle with COPD, lung disease, yeah. uh, coronary artery disease. She's had her arteries to her brain fixed, uh, and then she developed severe bleeding in her intestines. And after a gallant, valiant struggle, she passed. I went to the funeral this morning. It was beautiful. And I know Carol is listening in right now. And Carol, we love you. We're going to miss you. But I know that you will see your family again. Wow. I've got a shout out to, um, well, to you. The big O. And the medicine that you told me about, and which I did the right thing, I went to my doctor. Can I sing the jingle? Yeah. Oh, 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 Zambic. Now, one day they may decide that they want to sponsor here. If so, that would be a wonderful thing. They're big, we're small. Come on down. I, I would, it would be nice <laughs> if they would 
run an ad or we two. Take, we take Visa and MasterCard. This week is free. Okay, this this shout out is free. Ozempic is a it's a diabetic drug. It is not insulin, but it is something that what is going to allow my insulin to work better. To work better. Yeah. So you're diabetic, but you're yeah. type two, so right. you have insulin. Yes. But two things happen: um, your pancreas islet cells don't produce it at the right time. So this is a natural compound, Ozempic. It's called a GLP-1 mm-hmm. agonist. It's a long word. Yeah. It gets in your system, and it makes your own islet cells produce the insulin at the right time and the right amount. And it's doing its job well in terms of sugar management. Here's the other part. Yeah, there's a side effect. There's a side effect, which is not a bad side effect depending on how it hits you. It makes some people nauseous. Oh, yeah. And diarrhea. Okay, but I never had a problem with either I've one of them. I've had several patients okay. with right. that, yeah. I'm on it. I'm at the maximum dose now. You know, uh, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's the maximum, and I take it once a week. It makes me not want to overeat. It doesn't make me sick like I'm on something, right, that I, that I don't want to eat. Or that it, you've heard Dr. Weefald's latest pun. Exactly. Right. We're not, we're not, I'm not struggling with this. Yeah. I'm just saying when I get to the point, I, I've i left half of a sandwich on a plate. Well, that's good. Who does that in my family? Especially. Nobody. Especially you. Especially me. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's a great medicine. There are two others on the market, actually three others on the market. Ozempic is great. It's once mm-hmm. a week. So it's Trulicity. Yep. And then there's something called Bidurion, and they all are once a week. Now, the first one that came out was Bietta, and uh-huh. that's the same compound, but it had to be given by injection twice a day. And then there was Victoza, which is once a day. Now, what's really interesting, the side effect is you know, you lose weight. I mean, I've seen people lose 10 to 15 pounds in the first month. And why is that? Because your insulin is working better. You're mm-hmm. not storing all this sugar as fat. It's yeah. being metabolized. Now, there, there is a variant of this that is sold as a weight loss drug. It's called Saxenda. But it's incredibly expensive. Yeah. So the studies are ongoing now to use Ozempic as a standalone weight loss drug. And you say to yourself, well, wait a minute. It's for diabetics. The interesting thing about it is if you're not diabetic, it won't lower your sugar because all it does is make your own insulin work at the time it's supposed to work. So if you're not a diabetic, you're just going to lose weight. You're not going to lower your sugar. Now, you did not hear me endorse this. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is they're studying it. It may be approved by the FDA in the future. But in my patients that I use it according to the label, yeah. they lose weight. Almost all of them do. I'm losing weight. I've got Lee and Durham on the line. Lee, the more you talk uh, with Dr. Weefald, the less I get to have fun with my game. But that's all right. Let's talk. Uh, let's just consider this your opportunity. How are you, Lee? I'm good. Uh, good. So I've recently um, had a Doppler done to check for blockages. Doppler. And, uh, yeah. The and doctor was that of your had- neck? Of my heart. Oh, you had a Doppler for your heart. Okay, tell me what they did. They they used the gel thing, you know, and the and gel I thing. Guess, yeah, yeah. You know, so they did an ultrasound of the heart, right? Yeah. Did and, they do a stress and, test with it? 
they did not do a stress test with it, and they they said, you know, they came back and said, oh, everything looks good. Good. And then I go back and read the results, and it says uh, reflux trivial. Okay, yeah, you want to know what, what that means. What does that mean? Do you- yeah. Okay, so there are four valves in the heart. And, you know, the reason why I'm in cardiology is pretty simple. It's like if you understand how a toilet flushes, then you understand the heart. So when the blood flows into the right side of the heart, uh-huh. it goes across a valve. It opens, then the heart beats, and it shuts, so the blood flows in the right direction. So when they say regurgitation, trivial, it means that they're able to actually use a special kind of ultrasound and track the flow of blood. So instead of flowing only in one direction, when that valve's supposed to close and no blood flows backwards, you have a very small amount. So let's say on a scale of 1 to 10, where 10 is a huge amount of blood flowing backwards, yours is a 1. And so the bottom line is you're normal because I would say 70% of the normal people in the world will have a trivial amount of regurgitation. And trivial is exactly what it means. It means nothing to worry about. This is why, yeah, this is why when when patients want to see their results, you know, in black and white, I always sit down with them. I think the worst thing in the world is to hand a patient a technical report and say, here's your report. Because, I mean, you know, what does trivial regurgitation mean? It might mean something terrible, but it needs to be explained. But sounds like if all you had was trivial regurgitation, that's great news for you. Okay. Great. All right. I really appreciate it. Hey, call us anytime. Thank you, Lee. All right. Thank you. All right. Let's do your – we have time to do your game? Yeah, we can call – he can call us anytime, primarily – Saturdays between 4 and 5. I guess. Because that's when we're here. Well, right. I've given your cell phone out over the internet <laughs> and told him to call you at 3 in the morning. All right. Tell me which one of these three stories is totally made up. All right. Okay, All right. from I've got medical my thinking booth. cap on. Under Armour, the clothing company, is developing a smart sneaker that reads blood pressure. A smart sneaker. All right, let's hear the other ones. The other one is... That Adidas, I think, Adidas, no, Nike, is developing a self-lacing app-controlled sneaker, which if you need to tighten your sneaker, you get on a, a smartphone and you can tighten it. You can tighten it. It's, it's true. How do it know? Or maybe it's a lie. <laughs> is Dave Alexander a liar or is he telling the truth? The final story... The Pentagon has a laser that can identify people from a distance by their heartbeat. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That is true. Okay. So the self-lacing Bing. is true. Self-lacing so is true. So the blood pressure one is false. Actually, the the answer to the question of the day, is Dave Alexander a good liar, is yes, he is. Because all three of them... Are true. No way. Yes, yes. Well, you so, listen, that's cheating. You made me believe one of them wasn't true. Who would make a sneaker to read your blood pressure? I don't know. Under Armour, I guess, is the answer. Yeah. There's a picture of it. I mean, it's, the you know, whole thing let me is tell you ridiculous. Something. I got some advice. Yeah. Don't buy stock in Under Armour. The Pentagon developed this to identify terrorists at a distance by their heartbeat by their heartbeat with a laser yeah everybody has a certain pattern of heart beating 
that over time you can individualize. Yeah. Now, it bothers me to think that they're going to be able to tie down some terrorists in Gitmo yeah. and discover their heart beating pattern. Yeah. So I'd have, I got some skepticism, but the only reason why I knew that was true, yeah. I read the same story. Read the same story. Yeah. It, it only works if they're sitting still, which now means that terrorists are going to be exercising more. Yeah. When they're out in public, they keep and walking. The problem is, right. well, they'll be healthier. They'll be healthier. Until healthier. they blow themselves up. All right. Well, that's it. Heart Health is back 4 o'clock next Saturday. The proceeding was meant for information purposes only. Before taking any action on what was just discussed, consult your medical doctor.